0: Previously on Good Sex, Bad Sex. For me, yeah, paying attention to my whole holistic self, my whole body, rather than just going, I can crank out a wank and make my genitals do this uh, happy pants dance Mm. within pretty much two minutes flat, if not faster. (laughs) I am very efficient in some ways. Um, By actually paying attention to my whole self... And making masturbation an act of self love rather than just producing an orgasm, that it has had a really positive effect up, upon my whole life. Hello, and welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex, a podcast by metro.co.uk.
1: It's a bit like a full moon, only a lot closer to Uranus. Unbelievable! I'm Bibi Lynch. <laughs> and I'm Miranda Game. Coming up, we're going to be speaking to someone in America. <gasps> About what? About astrology. No way. I know. Hi, my
2: name is Dosevia Trinu-Wells. I'm the founder of Know the Zodiac and the in-house astrologer for YourSexZodiac.com.
1: Now we have got many questions and I think the first one that we all want to know is how does someone become a sex astrologer? (laughs) Well
2: it all begins with being interested in astrology and I started studying astrology at 10 years old and astrology is all about the planetary alignments at the exact time, location and date of your birth and We study how the astrological alignments affect our personality, our relationships, our own personal evolution, and the way we experience the world around us. So it really evolved from my passion from astrology. I have been giving readings and consultations and compatibility reports for many years. And so when Sex Zodiac reached out to me and talked to me about this collaboration and joining sex information with astrology, I was like, this is right down my alley because (laughs) I love helping humans better understand what their desires are, their sexual and emotional desires. And I can do that through the form of monthly horoscopes.
1: So you're doing the monthly horoscopes for, like you said, for you porn. What is yes. that? So what does that involve? Do people sign up for it especially, or do you send out a, a like a monthly Cancerian profile for Cancerians? <laughs> or yes, um, when you go to
2: yoursexzodiac.com you have the option to subscribe to the free monthly newsletter. And so that way you get an update every month when the detailed horoscopes are out. And I recommend that people read for more than just their sun sign. Um, so if you t- take time to figure out what your birth chart is, you'll realize that you have multiple placements and for best sexual and romantic knowledge it's important to know what your moon sign is and your Venus sign because Venus is a planet of love. So you can spend a lot of time on your sex reading the sex insights for all of your signs and if you have a significant other or a crush, it's also advised to read their sex horoscope. Um, it's a process where I look at what the main alignments are and where they're fitting in in different zodiac signs' lives, what sectors they're affecting most. And every month that energy changes. So by reading this, you're a step ahead and more in tune with the days where you might be feeling super turned on sexually and other days where you just might not even want to think about sex.
0: And and sex horoscopes are going to be different from relationship horoscopes, aren't they? Because you could be sexually compatible and want to kill each other.
2: Yes, that's very true. In many ways, you can learn still about your relationship astrological energy at yoursexzodiac.com, but you're really going to be more in tune with what your primal urges are in terms of connecting with another. But based on different zodiac signs energy, they often sometimes can go hand in hand. So, for example, a Cancer or a Virgo or a Capricorn, has more commitment-oriented energy. And so it's hard for them to, it's hard for some of them with a lot of that energy in their chart to just have sex with anyone and to have a one-night stand sometimes, They'll really need to feel emotionally at ease with whoever they are connecting with sexually. So I'll discuss that as well.
0: <laughs> you know, just out of interest, and this is, just, I'm just totally plucking this from the air, but what if someone was Pisces, Virgo rising, Moon in Leo, Venus in Aquarius, <laughs> for
1: instance? <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> go ahead and
1: repeat that combination again oh yes,
0: pisces oh yes pisces. sun sign mm-hmm. virgo rising mm-hmm. <laughs> moon in mm-hmm. leo and mm-hmm. Ve- venus in aquarius
2: oh that is quite a varied varied chart the first thing i think about is your moon and leo and venus and aquarius those are two opposite signs in the zodiac. So you sometimes, or whoever you're talking about, <laughs> um, well, you know, <laughs> that person will sometimes feel two conflicting urges. The Leo energy, uh, the lunar Leo is all about It's really important for my needs to be met. I want to feel adored. I want to feel complimented. And I will be sure to let my partner know that I'm crazy about them. And then the Aquarius energy is more about feeling intellectually stimulated. So it's not about having too many flashy gifts all the time. You want to feel like the person that you're with is someone who has depth and is more, is not just interested in your body. So it's really important to balance out times when you're just feeling a huge sexual urge and that's a Leo fire where it's like I fully want to give in to my physical urges. And then there will be times when you're more of a sapio-sexual, so you're really attracted to people's minds and intellect. And that's the foreplay that turns you on before moving on to sexual intercourse. And then the Pisces sun and, and Virgo energy is the same thing, opposite signs in the Zodiac. So there's actually a little bit of contrast to that sexual nature. Pisces is very dreamy, doesn't like to plan things out, just wants to live in the moment. So your sexual energy can really go with the flow at the essence of who you are. You want to feel good about sex. And if you feel good, then you'll just let it happen without overthinking. But then the Virgo energy is almost exactly the opposite. You want to feel like everything is aligned and it's the right environment, the right person, the right mood, the right lighting. Um, and so it, when somebody gets in tune with those different aspects of their chart, they are less hard on themselves On um, when there are times where they might not be compatible with their partner or when there are times where they feel very, very horny. They're like, oh, that's my Leo side coming out. Or, well, my Virgo nature has decided to take over today and I'm just going to be a homebody.
0: I feel a bit screwed. I just feel like that. None of that's not, you know what you should do as a sideline, and this and I'll take 10 percent for me, ten percent for Miranda. Is you should also um, be like a matchmaker too. Yeah. So you So yeah. someone like me is coming in and saying, right, I'm this, and then you'll have some man. I don't know what his name is. James is an art- architect, for instance, <laughs> will say to you, I'm this, I'm this, and yeah. you, you put us together. You can have that.
1: Yes, that's actually a wonderful idea. It's a very good idea. I'm sure I'd enjoy that. Have you ever match made people like according to their star signs? What I often do is
2: help people who want to know more about the compatibility with their partner. And sometimes it is either a very new relationship and they want insight on how to best navigate it or it can often be. Relationships that are a bit rocky and I've helped couples figure out what each other's love language is based on their birth charts. And luckily for many of them, they've been able to fall more deeply in love and resolve a lot of problems, but I have yet to fully match make two single people. Based on their charts, and that would be
1: very exciting, actually. <laughs> Miranda, what you? What's your sun sign? Um, I'm a Cancerian. Are you? Yeah. Yes. What does What does that tell you? That, that's uh, That's all I know. I don't know any. Is that th- all about moon rising <laughs> or what's on the cusp of anything? Okay. Uh, you know about what about Uranus? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm literally. Maybe that's the most Cancerian thing you can be, which is just like no. I'm Cancerian. Get on with it. What do we need? <laughs> what do I need now? Yes. What would you yes. say about a what um, would you say about Cancerian? Where where what's the give me the lowdown? <laughs> so all cancers are very different. So once you do figure out the rest
2: of your chart, this will definitely help you have the most detailed analysis. But I will say that a lot of cancers are associated with feelings of security. If people feel like they can trust cancers, they can feel intimate with them. Cancers often bring out emotion out of people. So uh, you have a very intuitive energy. So you can tell when people, especially those close to you, aren't doing well, even if they're putting on a sunny demeanor. So you're a very nurturing person. And the one thing cancers have to do is learn to express their you know, f- feelings, their darker feelings. Because sometimes like the crab, It's easy to kind of be passive aggressive and to resist the urge to express, but then later it comes out all at once. So to be able to own some of the more passionate feelings that you feel inside will actually help improve your intimacy, your sexual compatibility with people, and not fear how emotional you can be at times. So you seek people who will be loyal and committed to you, and it can be hard for you to deal with inconsistency. When you give so much love consistently, you'd want to receive it consistently too.
1: Oh, 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 that makes me sound quite nice, doesn't it? <laughs> Do you, um, so, what? if there's
2: more fiery parts of you, though, that can completely contradict what I said. So that's why it was so interesting to see yeah. um, so just on... your chart whenever you have time oh, to she's take got a look all at your chart and on, find Rhonda. out your other place with She's got Ooh. loads of time
0: on the um, <laughs> just on sun signs alone. Are Pisces and Cancerians um, sexually compatible? <laughs>
2: Oh, so, yes, traditionally, yes, because they're both water signs. But the one thing is that because there's so much water sensitivity energy, sometimes they can get easily hurt. Um, and sometimes when they're hurt, they withdraw. So if the communication is clear and the, the ability to, you know, empathize with each other's feelings and not manipulate each other um, at all, then yes, it's actually a very orgasmic connection for many people, and it feels like um, it feels like a soulmate kind of connection when it's at its best. But if there are unresolved or repressed emotions. Sometimes it can bring out darker aspects of both Pisces and cancer.
0: Miranda is quite repressed.
1: I have <laughs> and all, like I've got quite a good couple of friends that are Pisces as well. And we do mm-hmm. have those moments where we're either best of friends or I'm just like, Oh, for yes. fuck's sake. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's do Sam. I'm going to do Sam. Sam, what's your star sign? What do you think it is? Oh, uh, okay. So, don't say, don't say Do you, say do you uh, I, again, that was one of my 52 different ways of announcing it, <laughs> but where you I got, got it wrong. It. Does it say <laughs> um, got it. So, how would you, so, should we describe Sam to you? Can you see if we, if you can guess what I'm he is? I'm not talking is. to Sam at the moment, so you describe him. Okay. Me. I <laughs> definitely have not
2: been 100% accurate all the time with guessing because of the variety in charts, but yeah. this would be fun. Let's oh, go ahead and
1: try. Let's give Go so Sam is quite quiet, he's very chilled out. Uh, nothing seems to bother when everyone else around him is going mad. Sam is the one that is frustratingly the one that stays calm and just tries to tell <laughs> everyone else to calm down, which is why mm-hmm. BB's not talking to him at the moment
0: <laughs> because he's she- also wearing an I'm a Sagittarius t shirt. Yeah,
2: <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> I was not going to guess Sagittarius <laughs> oh, at all. what were you going to no, guess? No, 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 no. I was going to guess maybe Libra. That's what, And maybe he, he has Libra in his chart somewhere. But uh, yeah, I was going to guess perhaps Libra. Sagittarius. Um, and that's what's so powerful about birth charts is that they're so unique. And it's important for us to not just categorize all signs as uh, what they're more stereotypical traits are, but Sagittarius is known for being, for example, very extroverted and social and sometimes super flirtatious to the point of like breaking people's hearts or leading them on <sighs> and sometimes fearing from com- fearing commitment. So when you describe like him being very calm and um, quiet and uh, long-term relationships, I wasn't immediately thinking Sagittarius, but this is actually pretty wow. refreshing. A lot, a lot of Sagittarius would be happy to be represented by Sam because they often get a bad rap for not being able to commit in relationships.
0: You know what's frustrating? hmm No, tell me. Oh, okay. Um, so <laughs> so we can't just um, make sh- work out someone's compatibility just sexually by the sun signs, can we? We can't just do that. So if we're into no. someone else and we want to find out, that is a lot of stalking.
2: <laughs> it, it's I... true. It's so true. Um, you can have a good general idea already by reading the sun sign. You can get to know. I like to view the sun sign as the nucleus of your personality, so it's still quite a center and a big part of it. But yes, to really get in depth, you have to know the magical things, which is, do you? Uh, what can you tell me? What your date of birth is? Oh, and also, what city and state yeah, and country were time. you born in? Oh, and do you happen to know what time? <laughs> if you know that that, it's truly life-changing though it really is it's um yeah really insightful knowledge um so some people are more open to sharing their astrological information others are like what are you about to do with all this
1: can you do like your can you do the whole birth chart on you porn is that what you can do or are you is it i think you've
2: I think eventually you you will, but right now I write for all 12 zodiac signs and tell people who do know their chart to um, go ahead and read for their sun, moon, and Venus, but it's actually something that through know the zodiac we are working on is providing a platform so that you can easily access your birth chart if you've never seen it before. So we'll hopefully integrate both of those once it's fully Ready to be shared, I think that would be a great addition to the site.
0: It feels like a real leap for you, porn, to do this. <laughs> what's, what's their what? thinking behind it? I know why you want to do it, why, because I'm Pisces and I'm quite intuitive, but why do they want to do it? Yes,
2: I think that they were ready to expand their audience and their audience's um, relationship with sex, because in many ways, I think especially this generation, it can be easy to be the generation of instant gratification. And even though that in many ways can be associated with porn, I think it just brings their site and their brand to a higher level of awareness of what sex means for us as human beings. So by merging it with, just take some time as the month begins to get in touch with your sexual nature, your sexual desires, and not, you know, just view it as a thing you do, but be intentional about who you're doing it with, when you're doing it, why you're doing it. I think that really can help kind of break the stigma and taboo that is associated with porn and kind of spread it to higher levels of consciousness
0: wow <gasps> i know do you think um <laughs> Tr- do you think trump and melania are having sex <laughs> <laughs> i have to see what melania's
2: chart is looking like um the irony i think i don't is, think is it's that, looking good <laughs> the irony is that Trump has the same birthday as my husband, (gasps) June 14th. I always give him so much crap for that. I'm like, oh my gosh, (laughs) I can't believe it. But Geminis, Trump is a Gemini and Geminis are known for, you know, having multiple personalities and being the sign of twins and kind of changing up on you. So you see one side of them one day, the next is something completely different um and so I that's what that's the only thing that makes me feel better about my husband having the same birthday. I'm like, Well, you're a different kind of Gemini. But honestly, I cannot I cannot even imagine
1: that situation right now. Trump and Melania. <laughs> oh, oh I don't think any of us do. Oh. No. Oh I'm just thrown up in my mouth a bit. Um, <laughs> Now let's look at these star signs. Okay, so which ones are the ones that are most monogamous and the ones that are least monogamous? Good question. Mm -hmm. So once again, these are
2: more generalizations, but if you have a lot of energy in your chart that is Aries, I would say uh, Gemini. I would say um, sometimes Leo, not always, and uh, Sagittarius, Aquarius, and Libra. Those are the signs that definitely, I would say it more really embrace their independence the, and the slutty not signs. necessarily yeah, and would not necessarily be quick to want to jump into a committed relationship unless what that relationship brings is so much better than their independence. There are other signs that really thrive when they are in a relationship um, and seek that. Merging and that can be Pisces, Cancer, Scorpio, the three water signs, um, Capricorn, Virgo, Taurus, the three earth signs. Um, And Libra is actually in the middle. It gets a bad rap for also being super flirty and sometimes flighty, but Libra is a sign of relationships. So it's seeking someone to balance them out. So Libras have the ability to either be like bachelors and bachelorettes for a long time, or constantly need someone by their side.
1: That's so that's like my my sister's a Libra. So and mm-hmm. my sister's a Libra. She's a mum. She's got two kids, but she's also flight crew. So she's fucking off everywhere. So. <laughs> <laughs> She could be getting up to Who knows? <laughs> She's got a poker oh. You know, um,
0: you know lots of signs have there's um physical characteristics that are associated with certain signs. The so Pisces have big eyes. I'm widening my eyes as I say that. Um is there a sign that has a small penis?
1: Ooh.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, your questions are hilarious. <laughs> I can't even fully. Ask. I wouldn't know. <laughs> Come wouldn't on, woman. Know. I do know, though, that mm. there are signs that aren't always as confident as they seem. So, um, Leo is known as being super confident. So is Aries. All the fire signs are known as being very confident Aries, Leo, Sagittarius. But sometimes that sense of humor and like charisma hides deeper insecurities. And we all have them, but with fire signs, It's important to not get lost in the facade that, you know, they're untouchable and just you don't know what they're feeling and they just are the life of the party. They do question themselves quite a bit, um, but they just kind of don't dwell on it as much as water and earth signs might dwell on it.
1: Um, So if they're the signs that are kind of hiding their shyness behind a bit of, Mm -hmm. you know, false bravado, Mm -hmm. which ones are the ones that you would say are the most sexually adventurous? Which are the ones you want to get into bed? Oh, wow. Uh,
2: So all zodiac signs have that energy to them. But you would be surprised by the amount of stamina and energy and passion that exists in Pisces, Cancer and Scorpio water signs because... They just kind of intuitively can sense what their partner wants and will give it to them. So it's really, really powerful um, when you merge with a water sign. But for some people, like air signs and water signs, um, air signs might at first be overwhelmed by all the passion and emotion that comes with sex because air signs, Libra, Aquarius and Gemini are much more emotionally detached than water signs are. But it's sometimes that contrast sometimes makes for an incredible love making session because they're kind of completed by their partner. Their partner allows them to delve more into their emotions. For example, if they're an air sign having sex with a water sign and then water signs learn from air signs to be more in the moment and not just be like, oh my God, what does this mean? Are we getting married next week? Like the air sign is like, let's just have amazing sex right now. So sometimes I definitely think every sign has the ability to be adventurous, but you would be surprised what kind of adventures you experience with a water
0: sign. And is there something... So you- I love that. Is there something in, um, you know, you you kind of, there are traditional signs that are attracted to Pisces, Virgo, for instance. Is there something kind of mixing up and then, uh, you know, experimenting with signs that you wouldn't be compatible with? Because that could open up a whole new little world. Yes. My
2: view about compatibility is that if both partners are willing to get to know each other's charts, then even if some relationships are more harmonious than others, None are absolutely hopeless. Many of them could actually be like it. some signs can actually find excitement in moments when they kind of argue. So for example, Aries and Scorpio, Aries is a fire sign. Scorpio is a water sign. Both signs are ruled by Mars, the planet of action. So both signs like to wear the pants in their relationship and be in charge and feel like they're wanted by the other. And so there might be mind games and power struggles in the relationship, but even heated arguments end up being a huge turn on for Aries and Scorpio. And many people say that they just cannot get enough of their partner, even if their partner really irks them and gets on their nerves and it only makes the sex better. So uh, I definitely think what you should, every couple should do is figure out what their triggers are. At least be honest about it. And then it can be easier to kind of use it as a sexual breakthrough. It's like you can have sex as you work through this trigger. Um, It honestly is better than bottling it up and just keeping it to yourself. What annoys you about your partner? It's better to be able to address it and it could lead to you guys connecting even better.
0: I've got another idea for you. So, you know, the matchmaking one. (laughs) Mm. No, what? (laughs) You know, the matchmaking idea. Yes that I that you wrote down that I suggested yeah. you write down <laughs> There's another one. Um, you should get you, porn, to make um, porn films based on astrology. So, a oh Gemini one. God. So, oh, there's yeah. twins, a oh. Piscean, water sports.
1: <laughs> oh, perfect. That, you
2: really are incredible at coming up with these Thank ideas. You. That's really a wonderful idea. And,
1: and personally, as the Cancerian, I would just like to assure everyone that I am very tasty. Yes. So, ah! there we go. I forgot the. Well, there's a reason that you're represented by the sign 69. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Oh, mate. There we go. That's my episode. I'm all ready to sign up. Thank you very much. (laughs)
2: What star sign are you? So I'm a Scorpio with a moon in Virgo and a rising in Scorpio and Venus and Sagittarius.
0: Oh, I'm sorry.
2: Yes, Scorpio get the most bad rap sometimes of the Zodiac signs because they are, we are the most intense, uh, Zodiac sign. And so our relationships can often be all or nothing. So Drake is a Scorpio. Um, let me think Gabrielle union is a Scorpio. Hillary Clinton is a Scorpio. Bill Gates is a Scorpio. We have a lot of Scorpios in the world who really have this hot and cold way of loving. And so if you're with a Scorpio and you stay on our good side, we are known as being the sex sign, like stereotypically, we are known as those who just seek to express ourselves sexually. And some people can view that as being like slutty or too promiscuous. And other people view it as being sexually liberated. It all depends on their perspective. Um, But basically, I know that Scorpios can be seen as like heartbreakers or people who kind of just hurt people after they they've been hurt. And so one of my main pages Scorpio Mystique kind of is a community for Scorpios to figure ourselves out because we are quite complex. But yeah, people can sometimes either run away from a Scorpio or run towards a Scorpio. There's no in between. It's like either you're terrified or you're very admirative of Scorpio energy.
0: And that's how you started, actually, wasn't it? You did your, you were doing like a profile account about Scorpions yes. and, and you've got some celebrity followers like Katy Perry is a...
2: Yes, yes. I started Scorpio Mystique on Twitter just for fun because I was in college and I wanted to share some facts about my zodiac sign and decided to be more open about my love about astrology. And so I was just tweeting and it was like, honestly, a personal diary sharing facts about my sign. And it started exponentially started getting followed. And I think about a year or two in, I get a mention and somebody's like, Katy Perry is following you. And Mm -hmm. I was like, what? (laughs) That's crazy. So she's a Scorpio, October 25th. And yeah, she's very into astrology. She sings about it in her music. She incorporates it in her fashion. Reads the horoscope. So, a lot of celebrities are influenced by astrology, even if they don't always outwardly show it. Like, I know Beyonce is very in tune with, she's a Virgo with a Scorpio moon. And I think she really plans a lot of her releases using astrological knowledge. Um, so yeah, it's really cool to see it in popular culture.
1: I plan my releases on sexual on <laughs> <astronomical> knowledge. <laughs> <Try> oh, <up. laughs> I'm so sorry she said that. You're so filthy. Say sorry to our guests. Apologize I'm to sorry, our guests. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am sorry i can now help it. Thank podcast. you. Thank <laughs> you. So what's <laughs> what's happening? Is it full moon still? Is that gone? Uh no we just had it. We just yeah. had it. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything good the sexually happening? <laughs> oh yeah, is there any yeah, what's Trust happening in the UK? <laughs> what's happening?
2: Yes, the full moon energy was in the sign of Taurus. Um and Taurus is a very stubborn but very powerfully fixed energy. And so for many of us this full moon brought up much surprise. It's going to make you guys laugh, but the full moon had an alignment with Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> and so Uranus is the planet of challenge. Um, I'm sorry, the planet of surprise. So for many of us, we are still perhaps dealing with some kind of energy in our relationship that kind of shook things up. So yes, sexually it's possible, but all sorts of relationships that were influenced by this full moon. Um, And so we're going to continue to feel that for the rest of the month. You feel the full moon energy for multiple days before and after. But what full moons often do is they bring to the surface feelings and desires that were stagnant and that we weren't admitting to ourselves. So yes, people can feel more sexual around a full moon and feel like, It's important for them to release their sexual urges. Um, so having sex around a full moon, I think, is a really cathartic experience if it's healthy and with someone who is like down to indulge in this full moon energy. Um, but if you are able to have sex, I do write that in the forecasts as well. I keep in mind people we're sexual beings even if we decide to be celibate or abstinent or if we just don't feel like there are any sexual options out there um, then I often recommend people to not forget you can masturbate you you can view yourself as your own sexual partner Um, and then also working out and other physical forms of activity um, is also a wonderful way to release that sexual
0: energy what about eating biscuits
1: I've got that nailed. That's great.
0: (laughs) Whatever
2: works for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Patricia, so much. And um,
2: have a great evening
0: and send our love to Donald, your husband.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, I will. Thank you for having me. This was wonderful.
1: I to our guest, Dose Uh So, BB, oh. what are you going to do? What would you do if you, if you were fucking Donald Trump? I think he's a very attractive man. Oh, no, Don't no, you? no, 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 thanks very much to Dose I'm going to go and scrub my mental imagery out of my head <laughs> with bleach. I'm Miranda <laughs> Kane. I'm BB Lynch. Good sex, bad sex was sort of produced by Sam Bonham
0: (laughs) Um, and we are on metro.co.uk and we will hopefully definitely see you next week